That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, if me bust on your head, you try. That's what's up. Then I dig low with my trauma. That's what's up. And all them haters never look wild. That's what's up. And all I know, Jack Nasty. That's what's up. Good morning Turks and Caicos, welcome to another episode of What's Up Turks and Caicos with your host, yours truly, Andy Mezik. And I'm here with members from the Sports Commission, Courtney Mezik and Angelo Garland. So can you all introduce yourselves for those listening in Radio Land? Good morning everyone, uh, National Sports Performance Coach, TCI Sports Commission, Angelo Garland. Good morning everyone, Turks and Caicos Island Sports Program Officer, Courtney Mezik. So what did, does your duties entail, Mr. Gallen, as sports performance coach? So as the sports performance coach, I work with athletes, both elite high school um, and with the federations. And what we do is with our programs, we work along with the coaches to try and make the athletes better. So that entails aspects such as strength and conditioning, flexibility, mobility, speed, agility, quickness, uh, injury prevention, injury rehab. And what we do is... My programs with the sports performance department work along with the coaches to make athletes faster, stronger, and less injury prone. The coaches from each school? The coaches are different uh, sports. Okay. So sports and athletes in general. So, Mr. Mezek, what does your role as sports program officer entail? All right. So my role is mainly more on the logistics side of things. Um, I deal with mostly with, um, I would say, the NGBs and, and the school, the high school and stuff like that, dealing with... Uh, sorting out um, accommodations, budgetary stuff. Um, what else? Basically, uh, anything logistic-wise and dealing with the budget and stuff like that, that's that's me, program side of stuff. So we run off programs such as Interhigh, we plan for it, uh, um, executing and everything from start to finish. So how's that going? Um, well, initially we're now in the phase of planning summer camps, and that's what we're here to day to speak about mm-hmm. um we have some nice summer camps in store for, for you know the turks and Caicos islands and we are excited to execute them as well okay so before we get to summer well i know summer is right around the cor- yeah. corner but what are some current initiatives being undertaken by the sports commission currently ongoing i see recently you there was a basketball tournament or something of that nature but any other initiatives being currently running by the Sports Commission? Um, the basketball initiative, that wasn't necessarily us, mm-hmm. but we partnered with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a part of, me, myself, and Delano were a part of the medical team that helped out with the basketball tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. But that was the Caribbean Championship of Tournaments, I believe, what's it called? It's and that was, right, that was by um, Merv, Merv Robs. Mm-hmm. So what are some future initiatives by the Sports Commission? Man, you just got to wait and see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the future initiatives in terms of oh, he mentioned summer camps. Yeah, summer camp. Yeah. Um, some of um, we are also basically um, funding some uh, different different organization camps, like in terms of like swim camps, um, basketball camps, and Grand Turk. So we're trying to get basically each island active in different camps coming up for the summer. So what are some summer camps that we should expect coming on board? All right, so confirmed so far, we have um, Angelo Garland's sports performance camp, and then we have uh, my track and field camp, which is basically catered to um, athletes. It's an invitational track track camp as well. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Garland, your camp, you can elaborate a little bit on your camp that you 
have coming on board. Right. So the sports performance campus is an all island mm-hmm. um, initiative where we try to touch all the islands. Um, we start in, we definitely we start in Grand Turk, we moved to South Caicos, North Caicos, and then we ended in Provo. And pretty much what it is is it's a three day camp, and what we're trying to do is introduce kids to a more structured form of training Mm -hmm. so we teach them basic fundamental movements how to generate force you know proper corrective movements um from there how to generate power quickness stuff like that and really what we're trying to get the idea is trying to get them to understand the whole idea of sports performance and how it works how do one go about registering registration is free if you look on all the platforms um instagram uh so uh, we sent out five facebook flyers too um, mm-hmm. I know it's a QR code. You can go ahead. If you type in TCI Sports Commission on Google, it pops up anywhere. So what are the dates like for the different islands? So I know Jul- we start July 10th to the 13th. That's in Grand Turk. So Caicos is July 18th to the 21st. Mm-hmm. North Caicos is the 27th to the 29th. And then Provo would be the 24th to the 26th. And then the locations for that will be in Grand Turk will be at the parade grounds. Provo will be the ballpark. South Caicos will be the sports uh, sports complex in South Caicos, and North Caicos will be Raymond Gardner High School uh, high school field. So when does registration close? It doesn't close. Okay, so I could register my child even when I mean camps are already going on. Right, basically. Okay. but based on the age, the age is from thirteen to eighteen. So, Mr. Messick, you get to elaborate a bit on your camp? Sure, sure, camp. sure. All right, so the track and field, the Invitational Track and Field Camp, the purpose of the camp is to mentor, educate, and motivate the youth of the TCI because they are the next generation, I believe. And we have to start from as early as summer, I, I believe, which is the off-season, um, to reach out to them and show them the, the unlimited amount of opportunities and, that are available through track and field and sports in general. The camp will be for male and female because we need to include females more in sports and break the trend of them losing interest, basically. You know, all right, so right after high school, right, sorry, right after primary school, they usually use, lose interest in track and field, uh, in sports in general, especially the females. So, you know, we're trying to reach out to them from as early as summer, basically, mm-hmm. in, that, in that sense. Um, the, the camp starts. The camp starts on July 31st. And it runs for one week, which ends on the 4th of August. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how does one go about registering the same as Mr. Gallen camp? All right. So, all right, so they, don't, you, they don't really register for this. This is an invitation, like I said. The criteria is based on the recently concluded um, inter-high championships that was, that was held in March. So if they were able to, say get a medal or score a medal for their respective high schools, then they would most likely be on the list of um, invitational athletes that were selected, mm-hmm. created by myself and everything. Um, we sent out the letters already, just waiting on confirmations and stuff like that. Um, they have up on, until the 31st of June, the 30th of June, to give us a response on whether they would be attending or what. So are there any ongoing like training programs for you to are uh, interested in different sports that he can just join in on that's uh, co- currently going on? Uh, currently, we just took a break from our sports performance training, especially with the basketball team. Um, 
we realized that it's been a long season, especially with the progress we want to implement going forward next year. Because mm-hmm. um, they have a little break right now, then they go into the PAL League of basketball and softball, and then you know school sports kind of start again. So right now they're kind of on, on their down period, just doing some active rest. So how does one go about, I mean, registering or being a part of these training programs that was on board previously? Right, so they just they come to the commission or they reach out to their coach, let their coach um, reach out to me. Uh, all mm-hmm. my stuff is online. You can email me, asgarland at gov.tc, mm-hmm. and we go ahead and get you scheduled, and we go from there. Do you feel like you took the TCI uh, he- heavily involved in these programs and season and taking advantage of the opportunity? I think I think they're I think they're I think they do now. Um, first coming in, it was kind of hard because they didn't really understand what it was that we were doing or what was going on. But I think now they've seen how it works. Uh, for example, with our program, mm-hmm. our most consistent teams would be Long Bay and Clement Howell. And as everyone could see, those are the two teams that made it to the inter-high school basketball um, finals. Mm-hmm. And also we did some work with, you know, elite athletes. You know, Courtney Music, one of the people we work with. Ashley Brooks over there in Paris playing football, one of the people we work with. Even Love Joseph, you know, on mm-hmm. our athletic database where we do our testing protocols. He's one of our top performers. And, you know, he went on to get a medal at Carifta mm-hmm. this year. So I think... It's growing. People are trying to get a better idea of what we do, but I think they're also buying into our results as well. So what are some of the major issues that you would say being faced and targeting the youths and getting them involved? I think one of the biggest things is buy-in because um, mm-hmm. a lot of them think it's like, okay, well, it's just trend and conditioning. I also think another issue is they simply just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also why in our how we structure our sessions. Our sessions kind of last about an hour the most. Um, and what we do is we have a briefing and debriefing. So before we start the session, we tell them, like, hey, today, this is what we want to accomplish. This is why we're doing it, what it's supposed to work on. And then at the end of every session, we tell them, like, hey, look, this is why we did what we did, how you feel, like, and we communicate. So education, I think, is also one of the things, too. But we are working on both. Mm-hmm. So what is being done to get you more involved, like to those who are not currently involved or who are not aware of the programs who are that are being issued um, issued out by the sports commission? I think it's promotions. Um, our media team has been pretty good the last two years, especially this year, and we stepped it up. You know, I don't know if you check off our Facebook or our Instagram page. It's like. Mm-hmm. Yo, every two hours something gets posted, mm-hmm. you know, and I've seen a lot of reaction both regionally, internationally, and nationally. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the things that's been working. I think we're going to continue to do that. It's not both socially. If you go around the commission, if you kind of go around the community, you see flyers and stuff as well. But I also think one of our biggest things is word of mouth. You know, a lot of people be like, man, Sports Commission is doing a good job. And I think that's one of the things that works as well. So how can us as the general public be more involved with the initiatives? initiatives that you guys at the sports commission are doing centers encourage your kids to to be proactive you know encourage Mm -hmm. them to do sports in school Mm -hmm. you know encourage them to be active i realize in our generation you know i don't want to say that because i ain't too old but Mm -hmm. the difference i realize is the generations below us they were kind of introduced to like the internet at a younger age than we do. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids, they kind of want to stay home, play a game, you know, be on their iPads or on their phones and stuff. And you can simply just 
go outside and play. A lot of people believe that everything has to be structured. If I just go outside and play basketball with my friends or if I go for a run or, you know, for the simple fact, just go out and run around, chase cows and donkeys. You know, that's me being active. So I think what parents and family members should do is just encourage the kids to be active because you never know where it can take you or who's watching you. I was just a little kid from Grand Turk running behind chickens. Mm-hmm. You know, I've made it to the NCAAs and, you know, I've represented this country at major events. So mm-hmm. you never know what's possible. Mm-hmm. What about and me, who have a passion for volunteering? All right, Is there great. room for me there? Yes, yes, yes. So next thing I would recommend, uh, just to piggyback on what Angelo said, volunteering. Volunteering goes a, a long way, I would say. It provides an opportunity to give back to the community, training and professional development opportunities. And some um, volunteer posts even um, get a stipend. Mm-hmm. Also get travel um, stipends as well, basically. Repeat the last part. Yeah, stipend, stipend, stipend. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people think that, hey, all right, um, at the Sports Commission, yeah, you volunteer and you, you know, you don't get, don't, you, they don't take care of you. Here at the Sports Commission, we take care of our volunteers, I would say. And then just to piggyback to what he said, too, it's a great opportunity. You know, and when, I, when I came here two years ago, sports, sports performing is something that is just starting. So you get to be a part of history. You know, there's never been like a sports performance coach. You know, me, Courtney, all the guys that came up, we never had this type of, you know, I guess coaching and stuff in Turks and Caicos. So you're, you're a part of history. You know, you get to train a group of kids here on, in Turks and Caicos. Um, also, um, in, in terms of camps, we also have Roshano, um Cox and North Caicos. He, he has a few camps that will be happening this summer as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a Grand Talk boy. What's going on in Grand Talk? <laughs> yes, What's Grand going Turk. Like we, said, Grand Talk? like we said, um, we're still waiting on confirmations <laughs> from persons in Grand Turk um, regarding basketball mm-hmm. to, um, basketball camps, um, as well as there's supposed to be the sports performance camp happening yeah. there as there, well. There is. The sports yeah. performance camp is in Grand Turk. Yes. For okay. sure. Um, July 10th to the 13th at the parade ground. That's confirmed. Um, we just need you guys to register and show up at, at this point. And also, also for um, the track and field camp, we are inviting athletes from the different islands to Providenciales um, for the camp as well. So it'll be it'll be a diverse, you know, it's, it's basically submerging the athletes in a you know friendly environment, building good sportsmanship as well as um, as well as um, building podium, future podium athletes for like different international meets such as um, Carifta Games, Pan Am Games, Youth Commonwealth Games, and stuff like that. You know those major. Um, um, events that will be coming up later down in the future, not just uh, meddling at inter high. It'll be geared towards, you know, carrying them to the next level. So mentoring them, bringing them up to to pace, letting them know the opportunities that they can get from. All right, hey, doing track and field training from September to um, training from September to the next year. Um, this um, n- next year January. Sorry, not sorry, not January. Next year, March or you know April, May, when whenever the season their season is ending, you know, and not just training from January to that time and preparing like for two three months, which not which won't be much effective, I would say. So you would you would say we should expect more track and field events coming into next season, next track season. Well, on the program side, yes, we we are trying to do as much as possible. You know, uh, we had we had two additional. Development meets this year, apart from Inter High, whereas back in the day, um, we know you know we only had Inter High happening, and that was the, that was it for track and field in, in general. Um, but now we have two development meets. Who knows? Maybe next year we might be able to put on three. But mm-hmm. you know, everything is in stages. Going back to the volunteering aspect of things, we talked on volunteering, but I don't think you guys made me aware of how one 
goes about becoming a volunteer. All right. Okay, so... So to become a volunteer, you know, you just go to the Sports Commission website or, you know, social media, TCI is at TCI Sports Commission. You can find out how to register and all our volunteering information is there. Or, you know, if you're in Provo, come visit us downtown, Gustavo Slipen Ballpark. We have registration forms right there on the desk, too. How about yes. becoming a certified coach? Do you guys do that as well? Um, no, not yet. But mm. you could, you know, do some interning or apprenticeship programs with us. And, you know, I can teach you guys what it is that... I've learned. So, so the same, same way you can, I mean, register for the apprentice program online as well? As Be- far as? Become apprentice of you or learn they, to. Yes. So what would have to happen, they would have to basically become apprentice and request his department specifically. Right. Because and he, he, he's sports for And sports you can do that through the career services. Yeah. Okay. Employment so, services, basically. Sorry. Yeah. So where do you all see athletics going for the TCI in the near future? I we, think... Sorry. Recently, yeah, right. recently we got two individuals who medal at the Crifter Games, one doubling in the discus and shot put, and one also getting a medal in an individual event. Where do we, you all see athletics going in the TCI, and how are you guys, like, keeping those individuals motivated so that they go back and medal again next year or maybe even influence others? Right. I think, uh, um, oh, you, you got it? Yeah, okay, so um, just like what you said just now, um, going back and, you know, motivating them, stuff like that, that's what these camps are basically geared towards. It's geared towards, you know, not just um, healing them up or, you know, not just supporting them in the season during their time where they're competing and everything. It goes a long way, whereas even on, on the off-season when they're at home just doing nothing or gaining weight, they can have an opportunity to, hey, um, go out and train. They're getting feed. They're, you know, they 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 are they are being educated on what possibilities are there and everything. You know, they're they're basically mentoring them in a sense. How about you, Mr. Um, I think uh, I think with everything that we're doing, providing these programs, you know, track and field, basketball, all the sports, sports performance. I think it's a good move for Turks and Caicos. Um, if you keep up to one one of my jobs in my department is to keep up with the different latest techniques and training methodologies and stuff. And we've seen how sports performance has become a part of pretty much just human movement on a whole. So I feel like if we get more people to buy into this and they see the importance of it and see what it does, I think not just athletics, I think all sports here in Turks and Caicos has a great chance of, you know, being great internationally and regionally. I believe so too. So are you two still, I mean, athletes, like still training to compete? Yes, I, I'm currently still training to compete. I'm having a little rough season right now, I'd say. Um, but, you know, everything is, is in stages, you know. Um, had a late start as well. Um, but looking looking, looking forward to the future, basically. Okay. At my stage in my life, I'm here to give back. Mm-hmm. So I'm... so you retired? You retired from <laughs> athletics? Well, I haven't officially retired, but, <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm, coach, I'm doing my thing now with the coaching. So how do you view what's currently going on in comparison to what you all had back in the day as um, athletes coming up? It is different. I must um, you know, give credit to the commission. Um, the things that we have in place now, we didn't have that coming up. So I know mm-hmm. things have been a lot better. Um, so you know, kudos to everybody in the executive. Um, I said it's a work in progress. I think we've been doing a lot of good things with the commission, but also the government itself. And I can see, continue to see us doing good things going forward. 
Mm-hmm. And I believe um, if we want to see more good things happening and, you know, um, sports advancing in, in TCI, we would need um, a lot of support from the public, the general public, attending events, attending this, you know, supporting their, their, their young athletes and children, you know. So if, if that happens, then, you know, you'll see stuff flourishing because at the end of the day, one person can't do it. I was going to just actually touch on that. How can us as the general public and, you know, just individuals within the community assist more uh, you guys at, as athletes in your performance? Because, you know, we as Talks and Kegis Islanders, we like to see the medals. Yeah, we right. want the Corifta team come come back and be champions. Right, yeah. right. But, you know, a lot of individuals are not lending a hand. So how can we assist more in your progression as athletes you know to piggyback on what both of you guys said i think what i think the population general population itself needs to understand is everything takes time you know when we say support us we don't mean financially you know that yeah. comes with mm. the mental preparation you know that comes with the physical preparation you know the emotional side of it you know take the time to understand what it is that we do you know, for example, when I was in college, you know, let's say I didn't have the typical nine to five. That wasn't my life. I had practice at 6 a.m., which means I had to be out by five, prehab, do all that stuff, go to practice at six. Practice goes from like six to like nine. From there, I go home, shower up, go to school, work, get home by like maybe nine, ten o'clock that night to do it all over mm-hmm. again. You know, there's a lot of stuff that comes with being an athlete. You know, Courtney, for example, he works a typical nine to five, mm-hmm. but being a programs officer, you know, if his supervisor called him at 10 o'clock at night, you know, he got to sort that out. Mm-hmm. You know, there've been times where we had events at nine o'clock and seven o'clock, either Courtney's at the airport or up by the dock trying to make sure the kids are safe, you know, and after all of that, after a long day, he still has training himself, mm-hmm. you know, so people need to understand what it is that we do, you know, now it's not, it's not just for us, but what we want to do for the country. So I think what they need to not just support us, but take the time to understand what is it that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, and even just because we I didn't do as good yesterday don't mean that I'm regressing. You know, small steps are still progression. Mm-hmm. You know, if I and I feel like and I tell all my athletes, I say, man, if yesterday I was only able to give seventy percent and today I only give you forty percent, but I know for a fact that forty percent was all I have, then I don't feel like you regressed. All that's still a part of progression. The fact that you got up on your bed and still tried, I think that's a win. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we need to understand with, as a culture and as a country. Mm-hmm. Yes, and to piggyback on what he said, um, I, I believe supporting the young female athletes would go a major way as well. We probably haven't had a female meddling or, you know, um, achieving an international medal in, uh, in quite some time. You know, and that's stuff that we would want to see in the future, not just males um, gaining medals or anything. So um, everyone listening, I would encourage you to encu- encourage your young um, daughters or or nieces or whatever that that, that is a female that that person is, that is a female. I'd encourage you to encourage them to take part in sports more, not just when they're in primary school, when even when they're in high school. Make it a make it a trend. Make it make it popular. Make it make it, make it a safe zone that they would want to um, take part in. Make it something that um, that they are interested in. Mm-hmm. So it's a sec it's a section of my show that I call Giving Roses. In which I congratulate and, you know, like, encourage the individuals that I bring on my show to, you know, keep going and keep doing the things that they're doing because they are doing 
all of them are doing phenomenal things within the community. Mm-hmm. And it's no different for you all. I mean, Angelo and Courtney, you know, I grew up seeing you guys run track and field and, I mean, and participate in sports day to Carifta and to all over the world. And it it's, it's amazing to just see how you all have grown both, I mean, on the athletic side of things and both on the professional side of things and to be able to come back home and give back. That's amazing, you know, and go the extra mile for the athletes. That's amazing because many, you know, had had past experience being athletes and they know the struggles that they face. You know, they know the, I mean, the barriers that basically was holding them back from achieving greatness. But they never poured into the youth so that they can overcome those things or give back to the sports commission to break down those barriers. And what you all are doing is phenomenal. So I wish you all the best on your track careers and as well as professionals. And I like to give roses also to the sports commission because definitely, I mean, it has grown a lot in comparison to the sport commission that we, we, was, we was used to growing up and not saying that they were not doing anything back then but it has grown a lot even when I at attendance at the ball games the ball game this weekend just going I felt like I was at an NBA all-star game you know you got the smoke you got the lights (laughs) dim and down and you know the athletes feel like they're competing and you know the the fan support is growing as well you know they're shouting and you feel like you have home court and advantage so we're definitely progressing forward and I would, and I like to also say to, to the community that the question is, what are you doing to make it better? You know, we're so good to throw stones and bash people, bash the athletes and all. Say they're not performing, but how are you assisting them? Because other places in the world, you know, that's what they don't understand. The public is supporting. The public exactly. is assisting. You know, and I I see our, ourselves, our, us as a country, you know, having an Olympic team one day. But it's us as a community that has to engage and lend a helping hand in the process. So, Mr. Mizek and Mr. Garland, what is your why? What keeps you going? Especially, like, your athletes as well as working at the Sports Commission. I know that's extremely tough. What keeps you going as athlete? And what keeps you going contributing and giving back to your community as Sports Commission workers? All right, I would say my why. My why now. <laughs> my why is I'm a, all right, I'm a very grateful person for everything that I that Turks and Caicos Islands has um, given to me and, you know, paved the way for me. So throughout my athletic career, I got a lot of assistance, I would say, from Turks and Caicos, and I'm still getting assistance from Turks and Caicos by being an elite athlete. And I'm very fortunate um, to say, all right, being an elite athlete at this stage in my life, um, I'm just, I just, I just feel like at the end of the day, since I, 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 I took the road, I, I got a scholarship to go off to school, got a scholarship to go to university. I didn't have to pay a dollar out of my pocket to say, all right, hey, I need this for school, towards school. They gave me my, they, they paved the way for my education. And I, I believe that here in Turks and Caicos, there are unlimited amount of um, opportunities for that same opportunity for that, for another person. So in a sense, whereas... You 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 see you, you come back and you you see all of this happening, but at the end, a persons aren't taking advantage of the opportunities at hand because they don't know that all right, hey, they can achieve this, they can achieve that. It's like they're in a bubble to say that all right, hey, 
a lot of persons haven't done this. A lot of persons haven't did this. But now I'm trying to get a, get in a position where I can create a trend. So at the end of the day, if I, if I assist one person in getting a scholarship or if I assist one, two persons in uh, going off to school or becoming the best that they can be in, tr- in terms of um, training or, you know, in different sports, not just um, track and field, but even basketball. If I can help help one person, I believe that, hey, that would set a trend. That would set off a beacon that uh, this person would want to achieve the same. Mm-hmm. Or this person would want to uh, go down that road. Mm-hmm. You understand? So giving back for me right now is just doing whatever I can within the sports commission to assist with developing more and more for the future, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I, I live my life by three goods. You be good, you do good, and you see good. And the reason is because you never know who's watching you or who ne- you never know wh- who, you look, who, people, who are looking up to you. You know, I do it because... I know how hard it was for me to get an opportunity to, you know, go school abroad and, you know, get a higher education and whatnot. And I want to create that opportunity for more people. You know, right, currently right now in the sports performance department is myself and, you know, Donato Williams. But if we could get more people in the field of just kinesiology or if we get more people in the field of what Courtney does or just a commission on a whole, you know, or just, you know, in the community, we got more teachers, more nurses, more doctors, you know. And the reason is because, you know, we learn things through sports that we can't learn in a classroom. You know, like accountability, respect, you know, integrity, discipline, patience, you know, stuff like that. You learn that through sports. You don't you you can't really learn those and grasp those concepts in the classroom. So I do it because I never I never know who needs to hear my story. I never know who's it for. You know, sometimes God puts us in certain situations, not just for us, but for the people around us. So you never know. That's why I got to keep going until I can't. Mm -hmm. If we wake up this morning, that means I have the opportunity to try to make a difference. Mm -hmm. You two were blessed with the opportunity as well to be student athletes. Well, that's, that's, I would say it's a blessing, but it's a challenge as well, (laughs) you know, being a student and an athlete. So, and the majority of Turk athletes, you would say, are student athletes. Yes. And, and just to you know, piggyback on, on it, what makes it even harder, and mm-hmm. it's not any of our fault, is we were international student athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I usually end my show with encouragement. So right now I'm going to ask you all to you know, encourage other student athletes and encourage other, I mean, Turk athletes. What, what would be your word of encouragement? to them who are pursuing the goal of being a basketball player, being a track athlete, being a whatever, soccer athlete, would, would, be, you, would be an encouragement to them. I mean, in terms of to those ones who are losing hope, who don't see a way, who don't see a way out of Turks and Caicos. Courtney, you were, you were fortunate enough to train with the second fastest man who ever lived. You know, Angelo, you are abroad in the U.K., I mean, in the U.S., US, you know, you brought shoulders and you ran with some of the top athletes worldwide currently. I mean, but this this all happened because you all had hope. So what would be your word to encourage others who are lacking hope and don't see a way? Believe in yourself. Um, Believe in God. Mm -hmm. Be patient. You know, just because it worked out for him, don't mean it can work out for you in the same time frame. Your time is coming. Um, believe in yourself. You know, believe in your coach. You have to trust the process, even when it don't make sense to you. 
it's going to make sense when it's supposed to make sense. And like always, I said, you be good to yourself, do good to people, and see good in all your circumstances. All right. My encouraging words is a wise man once told me, don't ever, 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 ever let somebody else believe in you more than you believe in yourself. And that, that can take you a long way. That can take you, when, you, when you look at it, your coach believes in you. Your, your parents believe in you. You know, you have younger siblings, younger children that look up to you and believe in you. Don't ever let them believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't doubt yourself. That's, if you doubt yourself, you, you, you already lose. So if you, once you start doubting yourself, listen to that one voice inside you that says, hey, I can do this. You, you got a thousand reasons why you can't, but listen to that one voice. That pushes you to the next day. That wakes you up in the morning and say, "Hey, let me go ahead and try do something. Let me go ahead and try train. Let me go ahead and try put one foot um, in front of one in front of the other." So, Turks and Caicos Islands, I believe in you. So, don't let me believe more. Don't let me believe in you more than you believe in yourself. So, you heard it, folks. Another episode of What's Up, Turks and Caicos was yours truly, Andy Mezek, and I was here with the Department of Sports Commission. I'd like to see you all next week with another great episode. Well, if you're freaky and that shit's yo, that's what's up. And you know it's a yakolo, that's what's up. You like the skit, 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 yo, that's what's up. Nobody up to show yo, that's what's up. Well, if you know GT, yo, that's what's up. Jamaicans, I go show yo, that's what's up. Well, make some noise and I'll be blessed, yo, that's what's up. Hey.